Good morning. This is Brandy with Love Languages Movement. I hope everybody's having a great weekend. Oh, so, <laughs> today we are going to talk about the table. I probably talked about this before, but I wanted to talk about it again. Um, and what I mean by the table is this uh, phrase of what do you bring to the table in a relationship? And so I really hate that one. Um, I get smart mouth and be like, I am the table. You know, that's just how I am. <laughs> but really, what are we talking about? So there's two different aspects when we speak about the table. And I feel like it can vary from person to person and gender to gender. So normally when we hear, well, what do you bring to the table? Meaning what finances and or baggages are you bringing into the relationship that will partnership that will need to be taken care of um, by both parties if you're going to collaborate your money together. Let's just say that the table's leading you to marriage, okay? So that's, that's the number one thing when people say, what do you bring to the table is the finances. What does your credit look like? What type of money management do you hold? Um, what type of savings do you have? Do you have any money in stocks and bonds? Do you have any assets? Like those are big things. And I'm not saying they're, they're not because they are, they're huge. Those are things that needed to be discussed before you decide to have a partnership with somebody. So they know what areas they, they need to start with, um, depending if they're good or not on that end. So that's what a lot of people are saying. What do you bring to the table? What are you offering? What you're offering for this partnership or this relationship? Like if your credit is crappy, like what can we do to help repair that? You know, do you have a two to five year plan for financial goals? Those are some things that you would bring on the table. Those are all amazing qualities. Those are amazing things to talk about. Amazing things to strive for, to have in your life. Absolutely, I'm all for it. Um, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. So I am working towards all of those things that I spoke about to have it at a, at a higher rate. Absolutely. So that's one piece of the table. But you know, I'm not here for some mathematical lesson because that's not what I'm doing. Okay. So the other piece of the table, what do you bring emotionally to the table? Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's what emotional baggage are you carrying? What areas of yourself do we need to search to try to help fix? What haven't you healed from? What part of you haven't you admitted that needs to change? How is your self-love? That's a big one. I know it's corny and cheesy to say, you, you got to have self-love. I get it. But it's true. Because if you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? You can't. Because if you're not going hard for yourself, you're not going to go hard for somebody else. It's just the way it is. That's the way you'll know if somebody doesn't go hard for you. If they don't try to be in your life. If they don't try to be with you. 
They don't show you that they want you. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time to be with someone that doesn't love themselves. So those are things that come to the table. Those are the things that people are not asking to bring to the table. They're worried about finances. They're worried about how fine you are. They're worried about your sexual experiences, your sexual level. They're not worried about you emotionally. I'm sorry. Emotions before finances for me. I could care less because money can always be made. Emotions? They need to be dealt with. Harboring hate? That needs to be dealt with. Those are things that can be fixed. Finances can be fixed, absolutely. But these things lay dormant, where finances are kind of just out in the open. Harboring hate is dormant. You can hear it in the speech. You can see it sometimes in the actions. And it's softened, so you don't see the full picture of it. But you see. You could take a calm, cool, collective person and put them in an aggravating situation to reveal their true colors. You'll see how they can handle a situation should it arise. Now, I know for me, I was never perfect. I used to freak out at the littlest little things. Why? Because I was harboring hate. And when you harbor hate, the littlest things trigger it and set you off. And it's not good. And sometimes it's not just that you hate somebody. It's that you hate the way your life is going. That you hate the way the hand was dealt to you in your life. That you that was out of your control at the time. Such as childhood. Um, you, you hate an ex for what they did to you. But you're covering it up. Not seeing that you were part of the problem too. Because you hate to admit when you're wrong. That's a trigger. Boop. So these are all things that come to the table. These are all these emotions. These are all these stuffed away issues that you don't see until they're presented to you. And so when they're presented to you, now you might be too invested to turn away and say, I don't want to deal with their emotional baggage. I'm not in the mood for it. I can't fix it. If I suggest them go get it fixed, they're going to think I'm coming down on them and it's going to start a fight. I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to stay in this comfortability that we're in, ignore it every time it happens, and continue on. No, don't do that. That's settling. Uh-uh. If you're going to be with somebody, I feel like you're going, to, you're going to search them, you're going to know them, you're going to learn them. And that's what you should want to do. Because at the end of the day, do you want to lay in bed with a stranger? Do you want to lay in bed with somebody that you truly don't know? Do you want to look into their eyes and have no clue what they're thinking or feeling? No. Absolutely not. Marriage is an investment. You're investing your life into someone else's life to mission together. That's an investment. If you went to an investment broker and wanted to invest all your assets, wouldn't you want to know about the company? Wouldn't you want to know about the yearly returns, dividends, ratios? I clearly have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm rolling with it. 
in regards to investments. But wouldn't you want to know that? But instead he says, just give me all your money. I'm going to put it in my bank. I'm going to hold it here with the company. And when it's time, I'll let you know how much you get. Well, what are you going to be doing with the money, though? What, where is it going? How can I keep an eye on it? I want to trace it. See what I mean? It's the same thing. When you put all your love and all your trust and all your time and all your heart into somebody, you want to know it's not laying in there dormant. You want to know that your words are touching their heart, are feeling it in their soul, transmuting it into their mind to put it into action. You don't want to just say things to say things. Say things with your chest. Say it with your chest. Say it with meaning. Say it like you really love yourself and love that person. We are out here not to waste time. People are wasting time with people and it upsets me so much. It's like you're wasting that man's time knowing you're not good for him. But you're so scared that you can't let him go that his soon-to-be's out here walking around brokenhearted waiting on him to show up. But you holding him up. Sis, you're holding up the line. Back up. Like literally is what I want to say. Because people haven't dealt with their baggage that's on the other side of the table that they're bringing. Flat out, you need to know these things. I need to know if you have started your healing process. I don't really need to know. I'll know. I'll know. I can see it in your eyes. I can hear it in your voice. But we need to know what is the situation. What was your childhood like? How are you with your siblings? Did you have any siblings? Were your parents together? Did you have any parents? Like, these are questions that pose up triggers. And if they say, I can't talk about that right now, respect it and say, okay, not a problem. Move on to the next one. You're going to hit buttons. You're going to press them. And how they react to that will let you know how he or she will react in your life when they get presented in a situation. Yeah, think about it. Those first early talking stages are all, ooh, oh, he texted me, ooh, so cute. Yeah, I know I'm cute. No, you're cute. No, you're cuter. Yeah, that's lovely. I need to know <laughs> what cute little emotions you're, you're hiding and harboring from me. That's what I need to know, and that's what I'm going to get to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to sit around here and be somebody's arm candy or trophy wife. I'm not doing it. I'm going to know what is bothering you and what is bothering you. I want to know how I can help you. And if you don't want me to help you, I'll find you help, but we're going to work through it. We're going to figure out a way that you're going to work through that. I don't even care if it requires you to go on a fishing, hunting, beach trip once a month by yourself to work it out. I do not care. I'll send you. I just want you to work it out. Why? Because I want your mind and your heart and your soul free of those shackles. Because I'm here now. I'm here to love those spaces away. Those spaces that are filled with that anxiety and that hurt and that depression. I'm here to love that away. But I need you to work it out enough so that I can. So I can fill it back up with love. Literally, it's that simple. 
So when you come sit at my table, I know that we're on the same page. I know that we can talk about things that even if it poses a trigger, you can admit the trigger and say, ah, like, I don't want to talk about that right now. It's really upsetting to me. I was like, all right, babe, not a problem. And move on to another subject, not harbor it, get an attitude, say you can't talk right now, hang up the phone, don't text me back or walk out because it hurt. Talk about it. Tell me, like, tell me, like, if you can't tell your spouse what you're really, really feeling, who can you tell? I mean, besides God, but who can you tell? That's your person. That's your person you're investing into. That's your person you signed up to be with. That's your person. Your person is there to help, to love, to nurture, to help you evolve. You help them evolve. If one is evolving and one is stuck, the ship can't move. You can't be going to two separate places on the same ship. It doesn't work that way. I don't know how many more times I got to say this. It just doesn't work that way. And I say this so much is because people will meet someone. They'll say, oh, he's, he's so perfect, but this, this, and this. Girl, if you can't think that you can fix this and this, because you can't fix everybody, it's time to go. He has a certain amount of what you want, but he doesn't have a certain amount of what he what you need. And that's the difference. That's the difference what's going on out here, y'all. People are settling with what they want. I want I want that girl in that body. I want that that guy in that job. I want that guy with that body. Okay, that's that's lovely. We can get what we want, not a problem. But it's not before we get what we need. And that's the real prize. When you get what you need times you get what you want. Equals ecstasy. Total bliss. Okay? So, what you need to do is you need to figure out what it is that you need. What type of person do you need in your life? Write it down. Write it down. Just like you would a goal, a daily goal, a daily affirmation, write it down. That way you know what you need. Because if you're out here and don't know what you need, you're going to find someone to swindle you into a six-month relationship that goes absolutely no place but to the bedroom. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all you'll have to show for it in six months. Dates, movies, bedroom equals what say it with me boring you're not building a foundation you're not growing you're not helping you're just there i can't do it i'm not about to waste my time i'm not doing it so when you're talking to people think of the table and there's two sides to the table now see when i see the table i see a really long wooden table and there is a divider because I want to hop over that divider and I want to sit on top of the table, hold his hand and get to the bottom of it because that's just how I am. Let's figure this out. I want to get enough information so I can decide how much energy I want to put into this. If it's not as bad as I think, I can get through it because that's what I do. I help people. So why not? Why would I not help? I can't expect someone to come into my life to be to full completion. Nobody is ever to full completion. 
we're always growing and evolving. So remember that. Nobody's perfect. Okay? Because perfect would be boring. Because it means there's no nothing. That's the cap. You're perfect. You're capped. We don't want to be capped. No ceilings. Okay? So don't push away people just because they might have something that they're harboring. We all have something that we're harboring inside and it hasn't come out yet. Probably even me. I'm not, like I said, I am not perfect. And I will tell you that any day of the week. That way you can feel like we on the same page because we are. Because I'm real and I'm raw and I don't care, but I do care. You see what I'm saying? So if someone hits a trigger, I'm going to let them know. Like, ouch. Like, ugh. You know what? Maybe I need to fix that about myself. You know? Like, um, my Reiki teacher told me, she's like, you have a hard time accepting compliments. I'm like, I do. I really do. I think it's because I've heard it my whole life that I think that there's an agenda behind whatever they're saying to me. You know, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're pretty. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. I'm like, so it's really hard for me to be like, okay, thank you. You know, one of my friends said that. He's like, you have a hard time accepting the compliment. Just accept it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I accept it. I'm cute. I got it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let people hit your triggers. It's okay. It's healthy. You need to get it out. Because once you get it out, you're free. You're free. You can breathe and you're happy and you can smile and you can wake up and be like, I'm so glad I got that off my mind and dealt with. Off my mind and dealt with. So, table, two sides, divider. Decide if you want to go on to the other side and deal with that, okay? Money can always be made. Credit can always be fixed. Those things are really easy and fixable, okay? Emotional harboring sometimes is hard because sometimes they won't bring up everything, you know? Sometimes there's wives and husbands out here that still have hidden secrets they don't want to tell their spouse because they're scared of their reaction. And that's not healthy. Again, your spouse is your investment. You need to know all the fine print. Everything. Everything and anything you need to know. So that there's no secrets. There's no, well, you should have told me. Or there's no, I wish I would have known. You don't want none of that coming up five years later. Okay? So get it out the way before you what? Sign the contract. <laughs> this didn't help you. I hope it'll help a friend or a loved one. Pass it on. As always, you can contact me on Instagram, on Love Languages Movement. I will get back to you as soon as I can. Again, thank you for all the support. I love you guys. And I hope you have um, a beautiful weekend. We'll talk soon. Love.